Hey there, I have a very special solo episode for you today. I have the privilege of reading to you my introduction to my first ever book. It's called Mural Money and it's just essentially an artist beginner guide to breaking into the mural industry and creating an fulfilling art career for themselves and it focuses on the beginning stages of the art career and yeah, there's a whole lot of money talk. There's a whole lot of stories that I've never shared before. And it's really just a collective of all of the aha moments and really big pieces of advice and just lessons learned that I've experienced over the past seven, eight years of being a full-time artist. And I'm writing a book now because, so I'd always thought that I would write a book someday, maybe when I was 50 or, you know, I had done all these crazy things. But however, recently I've felt this little tug to maybe do it sooner than I was planning because for the main fact of the further I get away from my beginner point of the scrappiness in the beginning and all the first customer interactions and all the first time jitters of getting your first job and just the further I get away from those first few years, the more I'm forgetting and my perspective is just changing onto up-leveling rather than getting started. So I'm just going to stop right here and I'm going to mentally backtrack and I've come up with a bunch of stories. I really just dug really deep on jobs that have went really bad <laughs> and the things that have gone wrong and a court appearance and just getting money from clients and also just things that have gone really right and the magic that can happen from just taking action and having belief and just there's just so much <laughs> that has happened in the past several years and yeah it's just it's a culmination of a lot of the information that I have personally gathered and information from people from who I've interviewed on this podcast. I've interviewed over a hundred artists, which is just crazy <laughs> to think about. And, you know, stories from my students and how they're doing it too. So it's not just me and just all this stuff to help anybody who picks up this book. I would love for this to just be a guide specifically with murals, but it could really go into any kind of art profession, writing, photography, doing fluid art, just doing prints and original, just anything that has to do with doing commissions and getting started, getting customers, learning how to price, just all of the stuff. I'm focusing mostly on murals because that is the path that I have taken, but I've done all these other things and I think it's just all very relatable into getting started in the art industry and that's what I want this book to be. And I'll probably write another book, book number two, once I figure out how to, once I really get a handle on hiring and going to that next level. But until then, anyway, this is book number one, and I would love to read to you my introduction. Keep in mind, though, this is the introduction that we currently have edited. So at present time of the current recording right now, we have the first chapter edited and the second chapter and the intro and by the time that this comes out by the time you're listening to it right now I'm sure we have over half of the book edited but I just want to say that because it's still in the process and this introduction could change just a little bit so don't hold me to it but here is the introduction to mural money Rome 2013 I held a euro in my hand and flicked it into the Trevi fountain 
I'm not sure who told me that throwing coins into fountains automatically made wishes come true, but since I believe in magic, I had to give it a shot. Too timid to even say my wish out loud, I threw the coin into the ancient fountain and thought to myself, I want to be a famous artist. It was the year 2013, and I had been attending college and attempting to discover my life's purpose for about five years at the time. Back then, and still today, I cringe at the thought of being famous. Unsurprisingly, that's all I knew of artists. The famous ones made the money, and I like money. <laughs> These thoughts, at the time, most likely derived from the tour of the Vatican I'd experienced the day before. The tour included vast stretches of hallways and massive rooms full of the best paintings I had ever seen in real life. I'd also saw the Sistine Chapel with my own eyes. It's much smaller in person and very high up. Needless to say, I was inspired. I wanted to be like those famous artists who painted giant murals on the walls. I was in awe of their talent, and I wanted to leave my mark on the world as they had. Becoming them would be the highest achievement, or so I thought. I cannot stress enough how much I recoil from the thought of being famous. My neck and face grow red when just a small room of people are looking at me in unison, so you can imagine what my level of discomfort would be with any more attention than that. Recently, I've established a small amount of fame on social media within the Midwestern community I presently reside in. And honestly, it's the oddest feeling. It's just strange to me how people are so interested in paint and watching me create. It, although I don't always understand their fascination, I do enjoy the idea of being highly regarded. I mean, doesn't everyone though? <laughs> but to be famous, no thank you. But that's what I wish for back then though, because I would do anything to be able to paint for a living. Painting for a living meant I wouldn't just sort of like my job, but I would love it. I could only imagine being so passionate about waking up and going to work every day. Even during that trip to Rome, I had a burning intuition that I was meant to do something big in life, something fun, something creative. And honestly, at the time, I had no idea what that was. My heart was leaning towards art, so that's where I started. This moment in Rome in front of the Trevi Fountain came during the middle of a backpacking escapade through Europe. This trip spanned over five weeks, and I was traveling with two people that I had just met. We barely knew each other, but we all had a common goal of exploring the world. So we had no plans of where to go next, and we were plotting our trip just one step at a time based on the recommendations from other travelers that we met along the way plus a little mix of our own first-time traveler intuition. To begin the trip, we flew into the London airport and I slept on the floor so we could catch our early flight to Athens, Greece the next day. Personally, I don't recommend an airport floor for sleeping, but it's important to keep in mind that I was fresh out of college and on a very tight budget. I had not hit it big yet, and my parents were not paying for this trip. Sleeping on the airport floor wasn't the best option, but I wasn't all that bothered. I simply chalked it up to just being part of the backpacking experience. By plane, bus, train, and ferry, we traveled from east to west, exploring various cities and countries, taking a street art tour in Berlin, and 
experimenting in Amsterdam were just a couple of the unforgettable moments. It was those spontaneous five weeks of travel with only a small backpack that permanently changed my view of the world. My perspective of work and the reason behind why I worked had been forever altered. I was now driven to work so that I could afford to explore the planet and to witness every non-average experience life had to offer. I was eating it up. Living a simple life is just simply not in my DNA, and this trip was the start of me embracing that fact about myself. Although this is not an inspirational book about travel, don't get me wrong, it is a first account how-to guide on how to make a living as an artist so that you can live the life you have dreamed for yourself, as I have. It was important for me to relay this snippet of my adventure across Europe because it was the exposure to different cultures, people, lifestyles, and art that played a tremendous part in the way I ultimately grew my art business. I'll explain later. But until recently, I had completely forgot about my Trevi Fountain wish. The memory reemerged when I was brainstorming stories to explain my years of experience as a muralist, and I have never told anybody the story about flipping a coin into the fountain and wishing to become a famous artist. You see, I didn't want to be seen as a young, naive girl hoping and wishing her life away. And it was kind of embarrassing to make a wish that big, I thought. <laughs> and instead of telling people about my wishes and risking them not coming true, I wanted to first take actionable steps to at least try and make those dreams a reality. At the time, I had not painted a single mural. This is probably why I just kept this little wish to myself. <laughs> I had only minimal experience in painting large canvases and had dabbled in some lettering and logos, but nothing extreme. However, I knew that art was what I was meant to do with my life. Deep inside, my intuition was telling me that art would grant me the ability to live the life I had always wanted. Creativity, freedom, ugh, all the things. Fast forward through many years to the present day, and you know, we'll get into the middle part in a bit, but present day, I am currently sitting in a cabin on top of a mountain in New Mexico. We're about 10,000 feet up and there's nobody else around for many miles. I'm a 14 hour drive away from my Midwestern home and I am basking in the seclusion and using it to fuel my productivity. If I'm going to write this dang book, I need to have zero distractions and absolutely no other tasks to accomplish. There's no cell service here, which has a serene way of making the world amazingly quiet. Almost too quiet. I've accomplished everything that I could possibly do on my to-do list within this current setting, and now there's only one thing left for me to do. Write the dang book. <laughs> I am determined to have a first draft completed before I step foot off of this mountain. Because I know that as soon as I'm back home, I know that I will be extremely busy painting murals. Presently, I am booked out for over three months with mural gigs that I am extremely grateful for. Don't get me wrong, being busy is a good thing, especially when I'm making about $1,000 a day on a good day. My typical day as an artist involves waking up around 8 a.m., maybe 9 each morning. <laughs> what kind of a boss would I be if I asked myself to wake up any earlier? So I aim to wake up early, but not 
too early. <laughs> I get ready in no more than 20 minutes by brushing my teeth, throwing my hair in a braid, and putting on my typical pair of painting pants. I actually have many pairs of the exact same black painting pants, and each is covered in some amount of paint from years of projects. I'll choose a probably pink t-shirt and grab a juice on my way out the door. The Jeep is loaded with gallons of paint, ladders, brushes, and whatever else I may need for the day. It's just a typical day in the life. <laughs> then I'm off to paint at a local business, sipping my juice along the way. I'm going to be painting a logo, a mural, or whatever they're, they've hired me to create. <laughs> I'm not anxious as I drive to the job site but rather as soon as I'm able to shake off the morning sleepiness, I feel happy and even excited as I know I'm doing exactly what I was born to do. Each day I'm reminded that I am truly living my dream or rather fulfilling that wish I had made years prior. After years of painting locally, including all over North America, my artistic abilities have afforded me the life to explore each of the world's continents and even leave my mark on most of them. Antarctica didn't seem too keen on having any new paint, but we still chose to travel there out of pure curiosity, hoping to fulfill my thirst for adventure. Although I know I'm not sure that that thirst will ever be completely fulfilled. <laughs> but now I have an overwhelmingly strong urge to share my journey to inform other artists of what is possible so that they can become inspired. Freedom, satisfaction, accomplished. I'm not sure which word best fits as a description for what I feel on a daily basis. But now that I have established my business and traveled the world, I am ready to take that next step and share my knowledge and stories to help you paint and earn a full-time living as I have. It's This is the best life, and I, I just want to share it with as many people as I can. The focus of this book will be on murals because that is the artistic path that I have walked most and the subject that I know the most about. However, the majority of this book can relate to anyone building any type of art business. A customer is a customer, pricing is pricing, it's all the same thing. And it is my pleasure to share with you my strategies for gaining new customers through a variety of methods, especially social media. The overall purpose of this book is to relay the wisdom I have gained over the years relating to making money with art. This is not a book to teach you how to paint murals, but rather one that can teach you how to make money with an oversized paintbrush. Come with me as I share with you the mental shifts and mistakes I had to make, and there were a lot of them <laughs> along the way, to open myself up for success in the art industry. While all of our journeys are destined to be very, very different, I want to help you speed up the process of reaching success and finally making a living doing what you truly love to do. That's it. Okay, that's it. <laughs> that is the introduction to mural money and it's still a work in progress and there's going to be so many stories and so many just bits of advice. It's really just a combination of all the advice that I've gotten throughout my years of building an art business and I I would love to help you speed up the process. You know, this podcast is that's what it is too. It's just interviewing people and showing you that it is possible to live a life of creativity and giving you advice from me and other people. And so this book is more so a condensed version of the podcast. I like to think of it as I've taken the best bits out of it, the best things that a lot of people have 
really responded to saying, oh yes, the episodes that people have really liked, I've expanded more on, like the money episodes and just the pricing and just all of the stuff and put it into one book. And yeah, okay. <laughs> and if you like listening to me in your headphones now, just like this, get the audible version. Don't even bother with the actual like hold in your hand book, unless you're somebody that wants to take notes, whatever. But I highly recommend the audible version because just as I was reading this, just a short intro, I've noticed I have changed things and I have said a couple more things that's not in the books. Meaning like I go off script quite a bit. So that's likely what's going to happen in the Audible version. Once we get it all edited and everything, when I read this in Audible version, I am going to likely go off script quite a bit. So the Audible version, highly recommended because you're going to get more out of that than you will the actual written book. Plus you get to hear me tell the stories and I feel like hearing me tell them, you get to really imagine it and really get my own tone with it and I, I'm just a huge fan of Audible. I don't actually read books. <laughs> like I listen to them while I paint. I think it's the most productive thing to do. <laughs> so just to talk a little bit about the writing process, just to give you even more behind the scenes of this. So I decided to possibly write a book. I think it was June of this year and I had an idea and it came to me because my awesome editor, her name is Mandy Aspie, we went to high school together and I saw her post on Facebook. So I had known that she was a freelance writer for a while. We were actually roommates in college too for a semester and then I moved to Missouri State and she went to Mizzou, but we stayed as much in contact as we could living in different places. I, I adore her. Anyway, so she graduated from Mizzou and she went on to be an English teacher and then she's recently went out on her own and she's doing the whole, you know, self-employed, being her own boss thing and she's a full-time writer. And I had seen her post about it here recently and she had actually tagged me in a post and which got me thinking, I was like, oh man, if I ever wrote a book, Mandy would be my editor. She gets me, we're very similar, like she's just a great writer and that's who I would have. And then that thought kept marinating like, okay, yeah, like one day I'll write it one day. And then I just kept thinking, like I mentioned, like just the further I'm getting away from those early days of being scrappy and getting my career started, like it's just the more I forget it and I forget what's needed. I forget about those stories. And so I was like, oh gosh, dang it. No, honestly, when I realized that now would be the time to write a book like this, that start that focuses on that zero to a hundred K and just the, those first couple years, I automatically thought, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> this is a lot. Like, do I really want to obsess over something like this in my free time <sighs> for months? <laughs> Everybody says that writing a book has to be so daunting and oh, la la la. So I just decided that I would bring my computer up with me onto the mountain in New Mexico. Like I said, every year we go up the mountain and we just get away and I paint and my husband hunts and we do the thing and we just get away and it's really nice because it's just us. And yeah, so I brought my computer and I was like, okay, if I feel like writing, then I'll write. And I felt like writing. I actually brought canvas paintings with me too because I wasn't sure if I was going to want to do our series six challenge or I wasn't sure if I was going to be, you know, called to write. And 
yep, I just didn't even touch the canvases. I just was in my computer just typing away the whole time and doing voice recorders. I'd say probably half of this book is actually a voice record that I have translated onto text and that and I sent all of that to Mandy and we're slowly but surely editing it. And that's how it came to be. But yeah, I was not excited about it at first. I was like, no, I am not one. No, I'd, I'd uh, a book really right now, really like right before we go through the fourth quarter. Oh, uh, here we go. But <laughs> I sucked it up and I've since changed my perspective on it, on that I will reach more people and hopefully inspire more people. And really throughout this whole thing, I was like, okay, what did my younger self need to know? And my younger self, as I will mention in this book several times, was very hard-headed, very, very ambitious, but very shy at the same time. And I was just so unsure and I was so confused about where to go and what to do. But I remember wanting it so bad. I remember wanting to be exactly where I am today so bad. Actually, not even where I am today. I just wanted to make a living. I had no idea that I could make a hundred grand a year or more. Like this year will be more. And I just had no idea that this life was even possible. So that's another reason I want to inform anybody out there that the starving artist does not have to be a thing. It's that is in the past. Nowadays, now is the perfect time to start your art business right now for so many reasons. Social media, a website, just there like the technology with having a projector, the quality of paints and supplies. Like there's just right now is the best time to be an artist and I truly truly believe that. And so I'm writing this to everybody who wants to pick it up and hopefully I'll inspire you to be an artist because this is truly the best career in the world. It's stressful a lot of the times. I'm very overwhelmed a lot, but I get through it and then it's not a big deal. And I'm still just, I'm my own boss. I can do whatever I want. I'm currently recording this on a Monday and I'm just hanging out at the house on a Monday, just doing stuff, like doing whatever I want to do, doing work. But I don't have to be somewhere unless I say I'm there. Like it just, being your own boss is the, you can't put a price on that. Being able to take off for months at, at a time, going to like we just went to New Mexico and earlier this year we went to oh gosh we went on a ski trip and then we went to the Virgin Islands and and like we've just been all these places and we're actually about ready to go to Cozumel and I'm about to paint down there actually by the time this airs we would have already done that but all of this is because I get to do whatever I want I'm my own boss I don't have to ask for time off and this is just the best career in the world and I really, I hope that I reach those people who are skeptics and who don't think that it could happen for them because I want to explain in this book how it can and the steps that you can take for that to happen. And I'm just so passionate about it because I just, I remember being exactly where the reader of this book might be and just having so many doubts and just not sure what to do next. And yeah, okay, so that's where I'm at. So Yep, the book is available on Amazon and Audible. So I am going to try my absolute best to get this book out by Christmas. I want it in your hand or in your Audible list by Christmas. However, disclosure, I trust I'm going to work as hard as I can and do as much as I can. There is a small chance that it will not be out by Christmas. Like COVID reasons, like just 
being busy. I'm also relying on my editor and I'm relying on my podcast editor who will edit the audios as well. So it's not just me. I'm relying on other people too and we have to work with our schedules. However, they know my goals too and my goal is to get all of this out by Christmas and I'm just going to ask for a favor. If you are just a podcast listener and you've never bought anything from me, that's totally okay. I'm totally cool with that. But if you have gained anything from this podcast, this free information that I've put out there, you will love the audiobook. And I'm going to ask, I'm just going to ask you for a favor. Can you go buy the audiobook? Because I work really hard to do this for you. And the world and the universe pays back people who do things for other people. I am full, just a full example of that. The more I put out and the more I help other people, the more it comes back to me. And so I am asking you now, help a girl out because I'm putting a lot of work into this and I really think that you'll enjoy it. There's going to be a lot of stories in this book that I've never told before, just like the one you just heard. And I hope to entertain you as well. I'm trying to make it fun. I don't want to make it this, do this, then do that, then do this, and then start an email list. Actually, I don't say that. (laughs) But I don't want it to be like step by step. I throw in a lot of stories to be like, hey, this is what I did, and this is how it worked for me, and this is what they did, and this is how it worked. And just to kind of like give you the visual of things rather than just like cut and paste dry thing. I'm trying to make it entertaining. And it's kind of funny in times too, so... (laughs) Side note, I have learned a lot about the option to pre-order. And (laughs) so basically to set up pre-orders, the book has to be basically done. And I don't have the book done yet and I don't have the audio done yet. So after jumping through many hoops, I have finally given up and I'm like, okay, I'm not able to accept pre-orders on Amazon or Audible just yet. However, what I am doing is for my birthday and for the first maybe month, very short time span, I am going to be accepting pre-orders. If you go to muralmoney.com and you'll just be checking out directly on my website. So this is for the a paperback version of the book and it will be a signed copy. So if you order After the book comes out, you'll order it on Amazon or wherever you buy books and it will not be a signed copy. It'll just be a a normal copy from wherever you get it from. However, if you order right now before it comes out, so in during the pre-order area, then you will get a signed copy from me and I will be shipping it directly to you. So, Yeah, it's been a crazy journey of just like trying to figure out how to do all the things and like getting like a book number and like doing all that's trying to set it up on Audible. Like I said, I highly encourage getting the Audible version. Like even though I am selling pre-orders right now, signed copies, if you want that, if you're a book person, go for it. I am an Audible person. I really like listening to audio like you are right now. So if you want to wait for the audio, audible version it'll probably be available i don't know maybe a couple days before the books come out but it's going to be pushing it to get it out anyway so (laughs) the audible version is not out just yet but i will try my best to get it out before christmas but if you would like a signed paperback copy go to muralmoney.com and input all of your stuff and then I will send it to you and I will try to get it to you before Christmas if all things go right 
it will get there before Christmas. Although I am waiting on my editor and then I'll be waiting on my podcast editor, hey Hannah, <laughs> to edit the audio of it. And we've already talked about the deadlines of that. And it's funny because like you think you'd be able to just like put a, a book online or onto Amazon or on Audible and then it'd be available the next day. Nope, that's not how it works. It needs at least seven days in advance for them to go over it, go over any issues, like physically check it before it goes out. So there's just, there's a bit of time. So even if I have it ready, it still needs processing time. And so anyway, I'm going to try my absolute best to get it out before Christmas just in case anybody's ordering a Christmas present, a signed copy. And yeah, if you would like a signed copy, go to muralmoney.com. And yeah, so I'm also, I plan to put a couple, I'll try to put a couple audios out before it comes out to here on the podcast. You can get maybe even a little bit more of a sneak peek of it. But yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay. All right. I am so excited. Thank you so much for tuning in and I hope you love this book as much as I have loved creating it. It's a lot of work but I've really enjoyed this process and my editor is amazing and my podcast editor is amazing and just working with great people and yep that's it. Okay all right I'm about to go to Cozumel for my birthday. Okay bye. <laughs>